numéro 2. Ah, voilà. Et voilà. All right. Are we all set? You just want to do the whole episode in French, just really fuck with everybody? <laughs> we... Kind of hard to talk about Scarface in French. Le Scarface. Le, uh, le coquin. Le, <laughs> le sniff sniff. Le, <laughs> le petit ami. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're talking about the Scarface soundtrack today. Dis bonjour à mon petit ami. You think they were actually like... We should go look up the French language version of that and see if that's what have actually ever, he says. Have you ever watched like some movie? Dis bonjour à mon petit ami. If you ever watched like any sort of like very serious action movie in French just for fun. I, I've never so thought ridiculous. to do that. But I, that is an incredible idea. When I was in Paris, I used to just watch things on TV and they would usually be dubbed in French. And it was great because all of the dudes would have really high voices and all the women would like talk like this. <laughs> it was, <laughs> that's like the major thing I would notice. It was like, I used to watch The Young and the Restless. I used to watch The Young and the Restless dubbed into French and it would be like the big tough guy who has like a deep voice, Victor Newman, would be like, wee wee. Like it would be. <laughs> so here's a question. Anyway. Now I have two questions about this. Do you have any this. idea what we're talking about? In well, the, anyway. <laughs> Scarface, like, okay, Scarface is about a Cuban immigrant. So do, 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 would he speak French with a Cuban accent? Ooh, I don't know. Oh man, we have to go find a French language version of Scarface now. And I've never these actually questions. seen this movie in English, so well, I only <laughs> oh, know the, that's a shame. I it's only a know movie. the soundtrack, but yeah, yeah I, I don't know. This is one of the greatest soundtracks ever. It is. It is a lot of soundtracks. I think, especially from from the eighties onward. Mm-hmm were just kind of like a collection of songs that made sense for the movie. They didn't have like a very cohesive feel as an album. Scarface is very cohesive as an album. Yes. And it was because they gave Giorgio Moroder the creative control and they were like, bruh, make us a a soundtrack. And he worked with all these artists. So there is variance in the artists, but it's all got that Giorgio Moroder tinge and it flows so amazingly well as an album. And that's, exactly. that's, that's how what's I've, so beautiful about this record. Yeah, like I don't even have to see the movie. To, a lot of soundtracks, you have to kind of know the movie to kind of get the feeling of it. This is one of those, I don't have any trouble at all because it's just great on its own. Yes. And just to get this out of the way up front too, if you've ever played the video game Grand Theft Auto 3 and listened to Flashback FM, then you have heard... Uh, the yeah. the songs from this soundtrack. Or I noticed some of them that anyway. as I was kind of re-listening to a ton of it. I, I was on YouTube and I saw a bunch of like video game Grand Theft Auto things. And I was like, yeah, well, GTA? one of the big one of the big things from Grand Theft Auto is the radio stations. Like when you get in cars, you can mm-hmm. flip the radio stations around in the town. And in Grand Theft Auto Three, there's one called Flashback FM, hosted by Tony, and uh, she just plays the same five songs over and over from the Scarface soundtrack. So it's like what, from the Tony soundtrack. Montana is that his name? Yeah, and, I always oh, want to say, dude, Tony. I didn't even put that together. And she's Tony the DJ. How funny. <laughs> See, so you need an outside opinion. To let it... Yeah, I, I always call him, about that. whenever I think about Scarface, I always want to call him Tony Monero, like in Saturday Night Right. Fever. Saturday Night Fever, yes. No. And Staying nope, Alive. he's Tony Montana. And Staying Alive, uh, cinematic masterpiece. <clears throat> um, the I think the, the most notable song from this, or the most well-known, is definitely Paul Ingeman's Push It to the Limit. I mean... I don't think it's... Well, it might be the most well-known. Uh, I, I definitely think this is the most well-known. I mean, yeah. everybody knows Push It to the Limit, largely because of that stupid uh, You're the Man Now Dog website meme that put it over the, the safety not guaranteed guy. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I Remember saw that. Remember that thing that would circulate the dude with the mullet, the mm-hmm. safety not guaranteed, I need somebody to go back in time with me. <laughs> and it was it would play Push It to the Limit over the back yeah, and load of the yeah. page. I always... My first introduction to this song came with that South Park episode with that Up the Down Steroid. Okay, Remember I don't was, know this. 
Oh my God, it's perfect. Because I never had heard this song before. That's like a 2007, 2008 episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's where it's all talking about, it's kind of like a big thing about steroids and sports because that was really big back then. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have the Special Olympics and like Jimmy and Timmy are training for the Special Olympics and Cartman decides that he's going to pretend that he is handicapped so he can win. And so uh, it's like him, it's him training to this kind of cover of Push It to the Limit, gotcha. which by the way, Giorgio Moroder re-recorded and remastered. And it's For like, South Park? Yes. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, this is a great song. And then I looked up, I was like, oh my God, this is a real song. Who'd have thunk? It's a little sillier in that thing. but uh, Paul Engeman uh, would later go on to be in the band Device. And he was in Animotion, too. Yes. Um, I think we should definitely put a clip of uh, the the one and only Device song that matters here, because uh, <laughs> we, we won't have enough for them to do a whole separate episode. But Device was Paul Ingeman and Holly Knight, mm-hmm. who I love. Holly Knight has a fabulous yes. uh, solo record from around the same era. But they had a song called Hanging on a Heart Attack. Do you know this song? I have heard it, yes. Yeah, it's a total jam. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so that was Paul Ingeman also. And then, uh, like you said, yes, Paul became uh, the co-vocalist in animation with our girl, Cynthia Rhodes. Well, she pops up. She is also an often uh, mentioned person on the show, somehow. Cynthia Rhodes. Yes. Bill Wolfer, Cynthia Rhodes. We have we have our little... Ca- uh, Stephen Bray. Stephen Bray, yeah. everywhere. We have our little cavalcade of offbeat trackers. That's what we should call our fans. Offbeat, offbeat track. trackers. I love it. And then the offbeat tracker VIPs are Bill, Stephen, and Cynthia. Yes. I love it. Uh, Miss Debbie Harry got to do a song. Oh, wait, one more thing about Paul Ingeman, actually, before we move on yeah. to Debbie. Um, the, Paul Ingeman's sister um, is Larry King's current wife, which I think is hilarious. Small world. Yeah. Especially when you're a wife of, when you are one of the millions of wives of. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, I guess he, ha- he has another sister who's also in show business. But yeah, his sister, Sean, is, is Larry King's current wife. They've been married since the 90s. <laughs> Uh, Debbie Harry uh, got a song on this Love soundtrack. This yeah, this is this is the best Debbie Harry song. I, period. Bar none. It is the best. Yeah, I definitely, definitely. This is also my favorite song. song on this soundtrack. Um, Me too. It's just it's killer, man. It's called Rush Rush, and like it's just there is no depth to the song whatsoever. It is just one hundred percent about doing a lot of blow. Rush and, Rush, give me yeah, and wanting wanting more blow. <laughs> yeah, and it's just perfect. It's a great dance song. It's. A favorite on my running mixes. It's a oh favorite on just dance party mixes. That's awesome. That slap bass line is just mm-hmm. murderous. It's so good. It's so good. It is perfect.
Um, Amy Holland. Uh, I love, uh, love, 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 love uh, this Amy Holland girl. Um, she had, she got two songs on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, She's on Fire and uh, the uh, one which was not on the GTA 3 soundtrack, so you may not know it otherwise, Turn Out the Light. Um, kind of similar in feel, but man, She's on Fire just kicks. It does, yeah. Amy Holland is a very interesting little, kind of big, but so totally forgotten yeah, kind she got nominated mainstream. for the Best New Artist Grammy. Yeah, right? In 1981. And she lost it to Christopher Cross. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The world, the world just couldn't handle the star power of Christopher Cross. I'm going to be real. Arthur's theme is one of my all-time favorites. I don't mm. care if I'm 60, but it's he deserved that award. Well, um, but it yeah, is quite no, a predicament it, to be caught between the moon and New York City. It's beautiful, Max. Don't, don't lessen those <laughs> lyrics. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, like Amy Holland is this very weird... Big for a while, star, and then I've never heard any gone. of her albums or whatnot. I, I just either. I just know these two songs from this soundtrack. Another interesting marriage here, though. Do you know who God. she? Do you know who she's married to? No. Michael McDonald. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> cheesiness, a la Christopher Cross, Michael McDonald, perfect. <laughs> um. Yeah, and uh, apparently she had some personal health struggles. No. And uh, there's a whole uh, there's a, a website uh, uh, that I found called guideposts.org that did an interview with with her. Uh, or may, I can't remember if it was an interview or if it was an article that she wrote, but um, she kind of like claims that she was cured from her cancer by alternative medicine. Oh Jesus! So there's uh, something mean, interesting. I hope so probably the less said about that the better so yeah uh, we'll just play another clip from her other song and move on yeah. it's the art of deception deep really my Achilles to steal the heart by the cover Okay, this is my girl. This is my girl. E.G. Daly is my girl. I love she her. She's fantastic. I mean, I've loved her since, she, you know, growing up watching the Rugrats, and she's the voice of Tommy Pickles. Her voice is just unmistakable. She has one of the great voices of voice acting. I do voice acting on the side. That's like a side gig yeah. of mine slash kind of a, a dream of mine. I would love to do it full time. Yeah. But I, she's someone that I look up to immensely. Um, as a voice actress, uh, she's she's just incredible. She's fantastic, and she was Dottie in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. She was Adventure. Dottie, yes, she was Dottie in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Iconic. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me of that because I always think of her in her voice acting terms. Yeah, I always think of her as Dottie. Right. I don't forget that she did a movie or two there. Um, she's also, um, if you want to see E.G. Daly on the screen, also in addition to uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, you can watch the movie Better Off Dead because she did two mm-hmm. songs on that soundtrack. Uh, and is in that movie. Um, we're definitely going to do a Better Off Dead soundtrack episode, so we won't talk too much about that here. Um, but her two songs from Scarface, uh, Shake It Up, um, yes. is, oh my God, like how great Giorgio Moroder just like 
cranking synth rock as this. It's, so it's just good. it's so kick ass, man. It's just perfect dance music. It's just perfect. It is. And EJ Daily, EJ Daily had some real bangers in the eighties. She did. Okay. I think the, these, honestly, I think these are her two best songs. I'm a Mind Over Matter girl. Love Mind Over Matter, also from a, a soundtrack. Um, yeah. But yes, I, I think her two songs on Scarface are her two best from her whole musical career. Yeah, they are really She good. does have solo albums to check out, though, if you're interested. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, I think, is called Wild Child. And she there are a couple of good mm-hmm. songs on, on that one. We should do an EG Daily episode, too. Oh, my God, we totally will. <laughs> do you want to hear a funny marriage story on that one? Yep. She was married in the early 90s, which I just now recently found out because I was clicking around, to I, Rick Salomon or whatever his name is. I remember this Weirdo, now. creepy poker guy who, for some reason, dated and married a lot of weird people like Pamela Anderson yes. and Shannon Doherty and had a sex tape that was quite famous. With Paris Hilton. One Night in Paris. Yes. <laughs> I totally I'm not going to lie. That. I have a thing for celebrity sex tapes, not because I'm like into porn, just because I think they're hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. And that has my favorite ever thing that's ever happened in a celebrity sex tape, which was when Paris Hilton's <laughs> phone goes off and she goes, and she goes, oh, my phone. And then he goes, fuck your phone, which is the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> In a celebrity sex tape. Anyway, that was E.G. Daly's husband in the early 90s. Yes, beautiful. <laughs> We've all made um, interesting decisions, and that was one of E.G. Daly's. There's a lot of juicy stuff in this episode. Yes. Juicy, gossipy stuff. TMZ over here. <laughs> I specifically Googled around for way longer than I should have about the spelling on this next artist's name, Beth Anderson, because almost every place you'll see the official credit, it's Beth Anderson with an S-O-N, the traditional spelling. But uh, her website and her Discogs bio indicates that it is, in fact, S-E-N. And it, her Discogs page even notes that most places misspell it as S-O-N. So mm. there I mean, you go. Splitting hairs. But yes, Beth Anderson has this one track, Dance, Dance, Dance. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, totally fits in with these others. If you've heard the other songs that uh, you're familiar with, the Grand Theft Auto lineup, uh, this one will fit right in. You made me a mix once, like summer of 2004, and it started with this. And yes. there were so many dance parties that happened it is. It is like, with this song. It's such a good like kickoff and dance oh, song. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like a, it's a floor filler, like first song of the night kind of song. Yes. Um, could you believe this, that she's the female vocalist on The NeverEnding Story with Lamal? I think I knew that, but I forgot. I think you maybe have told me that. Totally did not know that. Um, She also does like chorus work on movie scores. And my favorite thing about her, did you notice where she's from? No, is she from here? Lexington, Kentucky. What? There you go. Wow. (laughs) Just up the road. Yes. Yeah. Our hometown girl, Beth. Yeah, kind of. Kentucky girl, Beth. Dance, dance, dance.
I guess we have to talk about the Maria Conchita song. Good Lord, Maria Conchita. <laughs> it's so funny that they she just... She gives me a headache. They were like, like, well, uh, all we have are white artists on this. Um, we need some Ian Cuban. Can we, can, we get, can we get a Latina? What's Maria Conchita up to? And it's always nothing. So nope. here you go. So here you go. We have a Spanish language Maria Conchita song, Famosa Bailar. Which is a good dance song too. It's Esta not overly. Yes. Yeah, it's like it's like this dance song with a dance Giorgio Moroder sound, but yep. it has like that Cuban kind of singing. It's very slow melodic singing on top of it. It's interesting. Um, we'll, we'll touch on these two Giorgio Moroto instrumentals as well. Um, they, mm. They're they're kind of different. Um, Tony's theme is you know it's it's more of an upbeat instrumental, and you have the beautiful Gina and Elvira's theme, which is a kind of a slower. It's like an it's an eighties night drive jam kind of. Yeah, I mean I, I love the I love the kind of theme music on a soundtrack on the old soundtrack because no one cares about that stuff anymore. And what I love about this is that. I love a synth soundtrack with good, like, actual score. Yes. Like a theme score. I mean, it's like classical music meets the modern, and it kind of feels like that. It has so much feeling. That's a great so way much to put expressive. it. And I, I love it because I think it is really groundbreaking. And it's, you know, there was a lot of that coming out of the 80s. So many good scores Yeah, there like that. there are some good scores. Um, I'll have to throw out uh, um, uh, Return of the Living Dead has a great mm-hmm. score. Um Oh, Stacy Q. Great electronic swords like Van Gelis. Stacy Q, who I'm friends with, uh, says that she and John, who were, I guess, functioning as SSQ on that soundtrack, mm-hmm. did the majority of the score for that. It's pretty cool. Um, which is great stuff. Uh, Electric Dreams, the movie Electric Dreams, um, mm-hmm. has a good one. And then if you if you want a, a modern take on it, if you want to hear a modern take on it, um, there was a video game that was released about three years ago called Hotline Miami that was um, kind of a, I don't know, a spiritual tribute to the movie Drive. Which oh, wow. took place in modern times, but you know had a very mid '80s aesthetic. Yeah. Um, and the the score to that game is incredible. Um, you can find it for free online anywhere. There, it's all over SoundCloud. Um, but it's uh, it's an astoundingly uh, beautiful, beautiful um, score piece of work. Wow. And and very very much in the spirit of um, those those uh, '80s soundtracks we're talking about. Those '80s scores we're talking about. Do you know who does it? Uh, it's various artists. Oh, okay. The, cool. the big cavalcade of folks. Uh, we'll put a link to it on the episode awesome, page so for this. I kind of want to hear it. So there you go. There's Scarface, uh, the the soundtrack to Scarface. 
definitely very good soundtrack. Yeah, if you've never just sat down and listened to it cover to cover because it's so good. I, yeah, I think I think we can both agree it's one of our favorite soundtracks ever. It's it just is. it's uh it's brilliant through and through. It's a very cohesive work, which as we kind of said is unusual for a, a movie soundtrack. Very unusual. Um, yeah, it's it's just brilliant. And if you love '80s music, especially '80s dance music, then you will not be disappointed whatsoever with this. And Giorgio Moroder is always a genius. Everything he does is just five steps ahead. So it's time for us to dance, dance, dance on until next week. <laughs> we have another um, uh, we have another superlatives episode, a special superlatives we episode do. coming next week. Yes. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be yeah. good. Should we should we give the the topic? I think we can reveal that. Yeah, we can do that. We're going to talk protest songs. I know. Yeah, we're going to get serious. It's uh, yeah. <clears throat> thematically uh, appropriate. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, it certainly is. So until next week. Yeah, we got to rush, rush out of here. <laughs> yes, but n- not to the AO. <laughs> we're going to rush, rush to the burrito. You're afraid to do whatever you want. Yeah, we're going to rush, <laughs> rush to the burrito. That's right. So until next week, I'm Max. I'm Danielle. See ya.